0: When I started my business, it really grew fast, and it was a ton of fun. And over the next couple of years, income just continued to increase really quickly. And I was just like on top of the world, and it was great. And then all of a sudden, things changed, and within two years, our income dropped to less than half than it had been at our peak. And I'm not going to lie, I was shaken. In fact, I talk about this whole journey back at the very beginning of this podcast. So if you haven't listened to those first few episodes, definitely go back and listen. I'm a lot more awkward, definitely a lot less natural on the audio recordings because I wasn't used to podcasting yet. But the story and the heart of the story is there. And you can hear kind of what happened during my downturn. But today I really wanted to talk to you if you're in the same spot because I know several people, several people who are going through a similar thing right now where their business grew really fast and they had a lot of success over a couple of years and then suddenly things started to decline. And I know how that feels. And I want to talk to you if that's you right here today in this podcast episode. So stick with me through the intro and I've got a message that's just for you. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. In the last episode, I talked quite a bit about balance and how life changes. And so balance is hard to maintain. Because our situations change, our life changes, things happen. And so, any semblance of balance that we have can easily be thrown into disarray because of all the changes going on around us. And um, what I have found with my business, and this is why I wanted to talk with you today if you're struggling, especially if you've been successful before this and you know that you've got it in you, is that. When our business results start to change, and they start to drop, it can really shake our confidence. And if you are wired similar to how I'm wired, it can actually really shake you to like a deep identity level. And you can start to feel like you're an actual failure, that it's your fault, that maybe you don't have what it takes. And maybe all that success was just a fluke. Or maybe you know, who knows what, there's all sorts of things in you. And I had lots of those voices in my head. And I was deeply shaken. I mean, I was so deeply shaken. In fact, that's right when I joined the mastermind with Stu McLaren was right when I was at the low point of that whole journey. And I was broken, like, everything had changed, my market was super saturated after having been like wide open. And my results were dropping. And things just weren't easy anymore. And I thought, maybe I just got in early. And maybe that's why it was easy. And maybe I really don't have what it takes. And what's, what's going on? And all these questions were going through my head. And of course, in my head, it was all my fault, my fault, my fault. Now, yes, absolutely, the market had changed. And yes, the big thing that had changed is that when I started my business, it was niche. Nobody was teaching just photography business. Everyone was teaching business and shooting or business and this. And it was all just super generic. So I was actually niche at the time. Not niche now. (laughs) That's so generic now. And that's what had happened is that my message was no longer niche. It was just like one generic voice and a sea of thousands of people teaching. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like my market completely flooded with tons of people. And there was no reason for anyone to follow me. In fact, that's part of why I started my personal brand was because I knew that that was one of the best ways to really connect with people and get them to choose to work with me as opposed to choose to working with somebody else who might be teaching something similar, right? Um, But here's here's what I want to encourage you. Here's where I want you to understand. And this is where I think I failed, is that I thought that there was only one way. Like, I would figure out how things worked, and if I just rinsed and repeated and kept doing that one thing, that things would work for a very long time, right? That, you know, I didn't take into account the fact that, oh yeah, the market is going to shift, and oh yeah, it's going to become more saturated, and what does make me stand out? And I had to change The mode of how I sold stuff. Like, I started selling ebooks. Like, I don't know if anyone sells ebooks anymore, but back when I started, I sold ebooks. And, you know, I was one of the first people to actually sell an online course in my marketplace. Like, those literally did not exist. Video courses like that did not exist in my niche when I started teaching photography marketing. It was all ebooks. And webinars were kind of a new thing that some people had talked about. They didn't really show. They were there. It was more teleseminars. People in my niche weren't doing those. Like that was like crazy internet marketers doing that, right? And so at the time, now everybody does it. It's totally, well, not the teleseminars. Those are a thing of the past. But uh, I've been around for a while. And I've seen my market evolve. And I've seen all the changes that happen. And I haven't even been in the online portion of my business that long. Like I started in 2011, March 1st, 2011 was when I started the Modern Talk, which is the online education portion of my business. And I, that's like what, eight years ago, just over eight years ago. That's not very long. When I worked in the actuarial world, it would take you eight to 10 years to get credentialed. And none of that information changes. Like, that all stays the same. Like, what you do as an actuary 40 years ago is the same thing you do today as an actuary. Except for today, you have more computers to help you. And you might have a little bit more complex modeling because you have the computing power to actually make it happen. But pretty much all the principles stay the same. All the mathematics you're using is the same or built on the same thing. And there's very little change at how something like that goes. You could do that for your entire career. And it would never, you wouldn't have to worry about massive changes for the most part. However, with an online business, things change all the stinking time. Just like we talked about in the last episode with our lives changing. And so you have to refigure out what balance really looks like for you in those moments and in those changes. What's going on online, even within personal branding, all of it, everything, it changes so fast and I think a lot of us, and I hear this from people all the time, I just want to know what works so I can just keep doing that. Like they want to find the one thing that's going to work really well and then just do that forever. And I think what happens is a lot of us who have success, and maybe this is you, maybe it's not, but a lot of people who have success and grow fast have success because they come into the market and they say, what's going on here? How can I serve here? And how does it work right now? And then they grow really fast And then they keep doing what they've been doing and they don't see when the market changes or the internet shifts. And so instead of continuing to grow, making a pivot to do what's also new and saying, hey, what works today? They're saying, well, this is what got me here. This works. This is how I did it. I'm going to keep doing this, but now it's not working. And that's when things start to go down. And I've seen this over and over again with lots of people. I've experienced it. Like, go back and listen to my episodes and hear the story of how, you know, that happened. And um, so first and foremost, I just want to reassure you, like, if you want to make it in the online business space, if you want to have a strong personal brand and continue to grow You have to recognize that you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be changing. You've always got to be willing to adapt. Now, this is really hard, and I find this even with my students. Sometimes they get upset when I change my advice to them. Like when I update my course and I say, hey, I used to say this, but now I say this, and it's actually the opposite, sometimes people get upset because they feel like I was wrong in the first place or being disingenuous about it or making things up or whatever you want to do. But really, it's just that when the market shifts, if we don't see those shifts that are happening and we don't adjust what we're doing and what we're teaching to go with the flow, right? Then we totally are gonna miss out and it's gonna cause us hurt. Like what used to work might actually be the thing that's hurting us today. And now there are some big principles, like there's a difference between strategies and tactics. Like the strategy is the psychology and the idea behind what we're doing. And then the tactics are how it plays out. And generally speaking, the strategies don't change much, but the tactics tend to change a lot. And I just experienced this in my own business. I wanted to share that with you. So I've been doing the 1K Weekend Challenge, which I've talked about on the podcast. You can go back and there's three episodes all about challenge launches that are really phenomenal if you wanna run a challenge in order to launch your course or membership. And you can go back and hear what I do in specifics you know, how to do your own and then some tips on how to make sure you don't fail. Okay. So I love challenges. I think they're super amazing because you get people a quick win before you even start. And this was particularly powerful because I helped my photographers make the money they needed to take my course before I even opened up the course to them. And it basically was a big belief machine as my friend Levi calls it that um, helped them see that this was an opportunity, personal brand photography is an opportunity for them, that people do want to buy it. And that, um, you know, that if they want to continue going deep with this and go quickly, I would be the right person to help them do that. They could take my course, they could go deep with me, and I helped them make the money they needed to do it. So it was awesome. It was super successful. Like that whole course and everything that goes with it has made us over seven figures, which is amazing within 18 months. But this last time I did it in June, everything broke. Oh my goodness, everything broke, okay? Not everything, not like every single piece of the technology, but um, it doesn't work anymore. And there's a big reason why. And it's not because I changed how I was doing things because we were doing it basically the same way we had before. In fact, I think we did better at communicating and doing the whole works than we ever have in the past. But there is a shift that happened in how Facebook shows posts, and Facebook has been cracking down on duplicate content, which means if you post, like, you know the people, they take a post, and they post it in all the groups they're in, and then if you're in, like, all the groups with them, you see that post, like, four or five times, and it's word for word, you know they just copied and pasted it in all these different places, right? Facebook hates that, and so they started cracking down on it. So, my challenge, which encouraged people to take a script that I wrote for them to use and to go and to get clients. So basically they're all posting the exact same thing, duplicate content, suddenly got shut down. Like some people weren't even allowed to post it to their Facebook page or their profile and those that could didn't get any reach at all. Like there was a gal who has over 15,000 Instagram followers, often gets one to 2,000 reach easily, even on her worst post. It was shown to 50 people, which tells me that Facebook, who also runs Instagram, is throttling the reach of that duplicate content. My whole challenge revolves around giving them the words to say to book clients. But if nobody sees it, it's broke. Like the words still work. But if it's not being shown, then nobody's going to get results. And that's exactly what happened. We were doing the challenge. Man, the videos were better than ever. I was so excited. Like I was just rocking my messaging and like just people were getting lots of light bulb moments and it was just awesome. And then the first day, oh, it's so fun. They get that script or the first day they post that script. Normally there's like 50 to 100 bookings that night and we had three and I'm like, what is going on? Oh no, like I know it works. Like that's not a question. We've already validated that this works in the market. And like I I knew something was deeply wrong. Something was really off. So I talked to my friend, Rachel Miller, who's like the leading expert on the Facebook algorithm outside of Facebook themselves. And she's the one who pointed out the duplicate content thing, that it might be seen as spam or as a chain letter or whatever else. And that Facebook hates it when lots of people are posting the exact same thing, right? It's probably, they probably do the same thing with like MLM companies and other things who give people copy to use and they just copy and paste it. So, um, so I, you know, rewrote it and encourage people to take the new version and post that, but to modify it a little bit, whatever. And it got some results, but not the same. And we ended up with our launch. It was only like half of what it was in January, even though with the numbers, we could have easily had what we had in January, just based on our normal conversion rate. And it was so disappointing. It was so disappointing. And, but you know what? It broke. Like, That's the nature of the internet and an online business. And that's the nature of using outside platforms and tools and resources because everything changes so fast. And Okay. So the amazing part was I had the healthiest launch personally I've ever had. Like I was amazing at keeping my self-care routine. I had a great attitude about it the whole time. And I knew that this was going to be a really big learning experience. Whereas in the past, I would have panicked. I would have melted down. I would have felt like a total failure. I might've thrown in the towel and it would have shaken me to my core to have had a launch come in at half the results. Like that's a huge drop. And The reason it didn't is because one of the things I've learned really deeply over the last couple of years and through going through that downturn is that it's not me. It's just that things change. And instead of seeing that as a huge failure on who I am or on my part, it just is a signal that it's time to pivot and that we need to do something different. And now I'm not saying I can't do the 1k weekend somehow in the future if I want to, but it will need massive modification. Like it's broke the way it is. The way I had been doing it will not work again unless Facebook goes back on their algorithm changes, which it never does. And so uh, I am here. I mean, it, it was amazing for the year that I did it. Like I did that only for a year. I started last August and it worked phenomenally well. And now I just have to figure out something new. And if you aren't keeping a pulse on that, and if you don't have that perspective, knowing that this failure, like I could have seen this and just said, oh, it doesn't work anymore. or Maybe I was wrong. Like, of course those voices. And I, I had a few dark hours where I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, how are we going to fix this? And it was really, those were hard hours. Actually, I had a good friend talk me through it. Really thankful for that conversation because I came out of it feeling really with, like I had that, those thoughts were reframed and I, it helped pull me back into this good frame of mind and just say, okay, let's get through this. Let's figure out how we can keep moving forward anyways. And, um, and man, like it's just, it's another time to pivot. And so if you're going through this stuff yourself, I want, instead of seeing like the lack of results or the income dropping as being a failure, and instead of throwing in the towel, because I'll be honest, I was like, okay, this is a failure. This is not going to work at all. I might as well like is it even worth, going? like, I was burned out and tired by that point, right? But I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, like, is there any salvaging this? I just wanted to be done. Like, I just wanted to be done. And I knew I couldn't be because I still had, you know, like almost a week until uh, my cart closed. And I really wanted to help people get results and show them that, yes, this really is an amazing opportunity for you. And um, so I still don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I did turn it around to some point with my launch. and We did get a bunch of people results, but I can't do the challenge in the same way that i had always been doing it. And that's okay. Like I have total peace about the fact that I can't do it that way anymore. And at least not without major changes. And I'm, this would have totally shaken me a few years ago, but now it's like, okay, I'm going to just pivot. We're gonna figure it out, and I'm smart, and I know I can do this, and I know this is—I know the opportunity and the market is still there. That hasn't changed. It's just an algorithm change with Facebook that stopped showing my words to people because so many people were posting my words at the same time. So, like that—that's the only issue. And then when I remember that and I see that, it's like, oh, okay. Well, we'll just change how we do things, and so um, I just get to redefine it now and make it better and figure out how to go forward with it. So if you're struggling, you know, I want you to remember that it it might just mean that the market has shifted. And if you, a a great way to kind of like think through this, um, you know, like even with your personal branding stuff, if you feel like you're just not connecting with people in the same way or your posts just aren't getting the same reach or, you know, whatever platform you're on, because you can be on any platform doing this. You know, maybe you need to, if you're, if you're trying to sell through that and you're just not seeing the same results and whatever else, maybe it's time to sit back and reevaluate what are, you know, what have you been doing that you assume still works well and does it really work? Uh, A great question that I love to use to kind of reframe this is if I was coming into the market new right now, or if there was a new competitor coming into the market, what holes could they easily exploit uh, to crush me? (laughs) Like if you didn't have any of the stuff you've built, so you don't have any of that, um, I know there's a bias for it, you know, like you didn't have any ownership of it, and you were starting fresh and brand new, how might you do something differently? That's actually a question that Stu McLaren posed to me, and I think he just said it kind of as a side question. He just, he just kind of on a whim, just said something about how, well, this is a great opportunity for you to maybe think about how you might do things different this way or reshape things or make them into something that's more aligned with who you are. And that was so powerful to me at the time. And it took a while to figure out what that was. But having that point of view and that framing was so helpful. And it helped me overcome a lot of my insecurities. And when I did find my new thing and the new hole in the market and the way I wanted to niche down, Everything just became easy. It just all became clear and easy. And I know that it can for you as well. And so um, I know that it can be really hard, especially like we had, I don't know if it was two or three years of decline. I think it was just two big years of decline. Nope, three years. Three years of income dropping year after year after year. And that was, it just shook me. Like I remember saying to my husband, not that long ago. Like, I can only do this for one more year. If things don't turn around, something's going to have to change. I can't keep doing this. Like, it was so, it was, there was one year in particular that was so emotionally draining. And I talk about that in episode four. So you can go back and you can listen to that if you want to get all the details. It's all the stuff I don't want to tell you that I told you. So you can go in there and listen, and it's pretty awkward, but it's, it's really real. And um, I know it's going to be really hard. And I know it can shake your confidence. And I know it can feel like it's more a reflection of you than anything else. But more often than not, I really think it's a reflection of our market that maybe our message needs tightening or maybe the way we're, you know, the tactics that we're doing. Like I did this 1k weekend. It was great until Facebook changed the rules on how things work. And it's not illegal. It just, they just don't show it to anyone. So now I need a new tactic. Like I can still use the same strategy of helping people get results before they take my course if I want to. I just need to find a new way to make it work. And so that's the difference between strategy and tactic is the strategy can be the same, but the way that it actually plays out, the tactic, may need to change. And so if you are in this spot right now, first and foremost, I just want to let you know that I love you. I know how hard this is. And like, I am here to really help you like, like just be encouraged and remember that it's not all just you. Because I mean, yes, maybe you did something, maybe you've been inconsistent, and maybe you're not delivering. And maybe there is part of it that's, maybe you're struggling with mental health, and you just haven't been able to perform in the way that you need to. But more times than not, when people have a lot of success and then start to see results fall, what I'm seeing is it's more that the market has shifted. That's, what hap- that's what's happening with my photographers. The photography market is severely in decline. And people don't need portrait photographers like they used to. Like The iPhone has, in some ways, killed the photography market. Everyone carries a camera and a video camera with them everywhere they go, right? But it's also opened up huge opportunities within the personal brand photography space to work with entrepreneurs and influencers who want to have a presence on Instagram or Facebook or need images for social media or for their website or for their book son- or their new book that's coming out or for their speaking engagement or whatever it is. Like they need images to grow their business and to really show people um, what could be if they're using their product, right? and to really connect with them and grow that personal brand in a visual way. And they don't always want to do it themselves. I don't want to do them myself. I hire somebody, and I'm a photographer because I, okay, so I did the math. Here's the math on this, right? If you spend 30 minutes a day taking a photo, editing it, getting it perfect to post on Instagram, and you do that every single day of the week, that is 45 hours every quarter, okay? That's a full week of work every quarter, which means that's a month of time every year, a solid month of working time that you could have back by hiring somebody to work with you four times a year, giving them half a day or a day to work with you, depending on what you want and getting all the images you need for daily posting to Instagram. If you're going to focus on Instagram, that is the way to do it. You absolutely need a personal brand photographer. So you have that steady stream of images because I mean, gosh, how much more could you get done if you had a whole month extra? Seriously, that's what it is. And so it's really powerful when you look at it that way. And this is a huge opportunity. Um, there's a lot of people who don't want to just do it themselves or who really want that high quality branding um, who may need more of a starter package. And uh, it it can totally help their brand elevate to a new level and help, help you connect with your people on a deeper way. Like on Instagram, yeah, videos are great for connecting, but if, If they don't play the video or if they only see the first fraction of a second and that's not very compelling, you know, they need that photograph to really draw them in at an instant. They might not otherwise see the message at all. They might not see it or hear it or watch it. That's why an image is so powerful because when you have a phenomenal image, it's going to make them stop especially if they connect with you and it tells your story. It's going to make them want to know more. It's going to make them want to go deeper into that description. It's going to make them want to read, you know, more of what's going on and figure out the story. Or hit the play button for a video. Like maybe it's the perfect thumbnail for a video that's actually going to get them to play the video and watch what's on there. So there's definitely a need for photos. And um, they're really valuable on like sales pages for helping people genuinely see what could be when you're sharing that on your sales page. And that's advanced strategy I'm not going to get into right now. But there's so many uses for images and for hiring a professional. And that's only growing. And so even though traditional photography is in decline right now, this is growing like mad. And so that's what I try and help my photographers see, because they just see themselves struggling to find clients. And they still are doing all the old stuff that worked, you know, eight years ago really well but now turns away people. Like if you're only selling prints or you're requiring people to credit you every time they use a photo online, there's no way an online entrepreneur is going to hire you to do their photos because they don't want to credit you when they're running a Facebook ad. Like that's, that's a drain of money. Like that helps grow your business, not theirs. And so, you know, they don't want logoed photos. They, those things that used to be best practices, they don't work today, like at all. In fact, they hurt you. And so if we aren't always watching the market and seeing what's going on and really trying to figure out what people want today, not what they wanted a year ago, but what do they want today and how can we provide that today in the best way possible, its we're quickly gonna start to decline. And many times it's not our fault. It's like, like today, for example, you can still make money being a portrait photographer or a wedding photographer, but it's kind of like roller skiing into the wind. This is the example I like to use. And when you do that, it's a lot more work like it's way harder when you're going into the wind when really if you, if, if you just pivot and you turn around and you go with the wind, man, it's so much faster. It's so much faster and easier and just everything becomes easy when you recognize the conditions and instead of trying to fight them and make them what you want to be, you turn around and you go with them and you provide what people are already wanting and then things just become easy. And I think a lot of times when we're struggling, when we've seen a downturn in our businesses, that's what's going on is that it's just that the market has shifted or the way that we've been doing it doesn't work anymore, like with my Facebook stuff. And there's always an opportunity there. So instead of beating yourself up, instead of thinking about throwing in the towel, instead of despairing, take a moment and try and reframe and say, okay, where is the opportunity in this? What it working? What is it that isn't working? You know, what is it that people really want today? What is working today? Which I believe is personal branding in a big way because we can connect with people on a personal level. And how can you do more of that? How can you start doing that and transition from what you were doing into doing something new? I have no doubts that what I'm going to be doing six months from now is going to look totally different than what I was doing today. And in fact, I'm already thinking like, we have a 6 week plan for figuring out what is what is this going to look like in the future? What are we going to be doing? How are we going to, you know, get this information out to people and we're in a big transition of reworking everything because it broke. It absolutely broke. And we also have this massive project that we want to do this fall. And so not only are we trying to refigure out, you know, how do we deal with this course and selling this course? And we're thinking about how can we create space to work on this really big project and how, how does that fit into all of this? And I'm, oh, I'm so excited about that. It's, I'll give you a hint. and I haven't given many hints, so feel special. By the way, you can go back to episode 16 if you don't know what I'm talking about and you want to hear a little bit more about this big project that I'm doing. Uh, But it's going to be around growing this movement in a big way, in a really big way. And, um, I'm really going to be trying to leverage more shared experiences. Like this 1K weekend has been phenomenal because it's a shared experience. But uh, <laughs> we're going to we're we're, we're going to get I want I want to really focus in on connection and building connection in the fastest, deepest way possible and really just amplifying that idea of a shared shared experience and building that connection amongst people in a deep way. And I cannot wait to get started on that and to show you guys how that works. But um, anyways, it's all come about because I've been watching what's going on in the market and trying to figure out, okay, like I I would never have known like that this would change if I hadn't had the slower than normal launch and had this experience happen, right? Like I, it could have been easy if I hadn't been watching and saying, oh, it's just the Facebook algorithm. It might've been easy to internalize it as me. And that's what most people default to. We always go to ourselves first when really... Like, you know, like I tell my wedding and portrait photographers, you know, it's not your fault. You're doing what you think is right, but what you think is right is actually wrong. And so when you pivot that part and you start offering personal brand photography and you stop doing these old school best practices that are now deal breakers, like the literally they used to help you get clients and they were like the things that were best practices for high level successful photographers. Now those exact same things that many educators are still teaching in my industry They're actually turning away the very people who value and are willing to pay for photography over and over and over again. Like, it's a mind blowing concept. When they grasp that and they start making that shift in their own business, everything changes. I've seen so many businesses take off. I've seen so many people be able to do what they love full time because of this instead of struggling you know, as a side hustle doing this, barely making anything, hardly getting any clients yet, quote unquote, doing everything right. And when they realize the shift and they make it, it can all change. And so that's, you know, whatever industry you're in, whatever's going on in your business, if things have been rough, especially if they've been rough for a while and you've seen declines, first and foremost, my heart goes out to you because I know how hard that is. And I know how much that can shake your confidence. Um, But second, I just want to encourage you to maybe look at your market and say, what's changed? And if I was starting over today from scratch, completely from scratch, how would I do it differently and what's really working? And use that as the basis for how you should move forward, because more likely than not, it's not your fault. It's just that the conditions have changed. And so now you just need to adjust what you're doing in order to get the same kinds of results. And when you figure out what that is and how it looks, it's all going to become easy again. I believe in you. I believe you're smart enough to figure it out. And I know that it's going to be amazing when you do. So that's my little note of encouragement, inspiration. Um, You know, from a big high level, like I've said, this is why the podcast is here. The people who seem to be standing out in the industries that I'm aware of that I've been seeing are the ones that have that personal brand, which is why I think it's so important to really be the face of your company and growing that. Um, But That's more for a different episode, so I'm going to leave that there for now. So if you found this episode helpful or if you know somebody who's really struggling right now in their business after, especially if they've already been successful and they're just shaken, would you share this episode with them just to hopefully bring them some hope? Because it's so lonely and man, when we're struggling, it's so hard to tell anyone that we are. Like it's just, we want to hide it. We don't want people to know that we're not as successful as we used to be. Like there's so much shame in that. And I just want to break that shame. And I just, I want people to know that more likely than not, it's not their fault. It's just the market changed. And so uh, if you know anybody that would really resonate with that, that you really care about, that you don't want to see give up, that probably is close to giving up, send them this episode. And uh, if that's you, if somebody sent this episode to you, definitely go back and thank them and pass it along to anyone else you know who might find it useful. But I'm here for you. Uh, I love supporting you. We do have a free Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes. Now, I've been kind of pathetic about nurturing it, and I'm usually really good with Facebook groups, and I'm going to get there. I promise I am, Uh, but you can join that, and there are other people. This would be a great place to have a discussion and talk with other people who are growing a personal brand and who are also struggling because sometimes we feel really alone when really a lot of people are going through the same thing, and I know lots of people going through this exact thing right now. And I just want to bring you hope and help you connect with others and really let you know you're not alone and it's probably not your fault. So with that, my friend, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't, but I will see you in the next episode. Hang in there. I know you've got this. I can't wait to see how you turn it around. And yeah, I, I just, I'm so thankful for you and thankful for you listening to this podcast. I'll see you in the next one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link That I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working. That's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business, and I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is gettheprivatepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.